Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, it's all about money. It's all about finance. This morning, how to get out of debt. On the phone with me is John Schwartz. John is the author of the New York Times bestselling book, This is the Year I Put My Financial Life in Order. Remember to join the conversation. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. It's our pleasure to welcome John Schwartz to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you, John? Terrific. Thanks very much. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, John, you write for the New York Times, is that right? Yes, it is. So now throughout your career, I'm sure you had some really cool assignments. For you personally, what's been the most adventurous assignment, the one that you enjoy the most? Well, I have done some stuff that that a lot of people don't get to do. I've gotten to watch space shuttle launches, and uh, but the weirdest thing (laughs) was to strap myself into a prototype jetpack and uh, and to have this thing roar off the ground. Now, I didn't go 200 feet in the air. I was like two feet in the air, and the guy that created the jetpack was not going to let me loose. So I got just got walked around some guy's front yard with this thing on. But I was using a jetpack, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's <laughs> great. Sounds like a lot of fun. Now, the book is about finance. And before we get into the book, you know, I think a lot of people, when we talk about finance, you know, people get upset. They say, hey, you know, living above your means, that's the American way. So what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that, except you run out of money and you're poor and you have, <laughs> and, you know, and then, you're, and then you're eating cat food. I mean, other than that, it's terrific. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> so and one thing that I really like about you, John, is that you you admit that, you know, at the beginning of this book, you talk about there was a time where you didn't have your financial picture together. You didn't always have it together. Is that right? Well, that's right. We had some very tight times. We had times, you know, when uh, paycheck to paycheck, we only had this amount of money to spend. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of belt tightening in those years. We had lost an apartment in New York to foreclosure, uh, had had given it up, and were um, and our savings were gone. And I'll tell you, things were tight. And there have been other times when we've been dealing with too high credit card debt. I mean, you name a financial mistake, I probably made it. But uh, the idea of the book was to, once we had reached a sort of better place in our lives, we'd sold a house, we had a little breathing room, the idea was, okay, let's sort through and do a checkup and learn what I need to learn to put my financial life in order. It's the title of the book. So uh, that was the year-long project, a little more than a year, and uh, and it was and it was a great way to do this tune-up. Okay. Now another thing that I really like about this is that you know you talked about this. You just mentioned this that you got a late start in life in terms of getting your finances together. Is that a problem you think that most people have? So those that are listening in their twenties now or in their thirties now, what advice would you give to them? Well, I think I think you've hit on it because uh, I avoided thinking about money and I avoided thinking too much about the future because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to think about dying. It's uncomfortable to think about retiring. It's uncomfortable to even think about money. Money's an emotionally fraught thing, and uh, and so I had avoided it. And uh, from the reception I've gotten on uh, an article I wrote that sort of kicked off this book. A lot of people feel the same way. So um, one of the things that I try to tell people starting out, especially in their 20s and 30s, is 
set up some kind of savings for yourself, 401k if you're in a if you're in a big company and in a company or an IRA if you're not and start it out if you have to start it out with only 1% of your income, do that and then set it to tick up by one, you know, by an additional percentage point a year until you get up to about 10%. If you can set up 10% of your say of your income, uh, much of it going into that account uh, without, you know, pre-tax, then you are better set up than more than half the people in the United States. You are so far ahead of the game compared to everyone around you. And you can do it, not painlessly, but relatively painlessly, just by setting one of the, one of these things up and then letting it ride. So, John, let's talk about this now. In the book, you say that you should check your bills not once, not twice, but three times. Why are we doing that? Well, we have a lot of, first of all, people scam you and you get charges that you that you didn't know about or didn't intend to pay. That's one thing. But also, we have, we have things that creep up on us all the time. We have subscriptions to things that we sign up for not really thinking about it that uh, do, you know, we end up, with Hulu, Netflix, and uh, iTunes, Spotify, and we're we're paying somebody every month. You know, we I have a subscription to the New York Times too, but I find that's essential. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I recommend everybody should have that. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just please keep me in business, please. But but um, but the point is, you got to look at what you're spending your money on and look for ways to cut back on the things. Your phone bill might have stuff on it that you're not aware of, or you can call your phone company and say, is this, is this the best deal I've got right now? Because they're always doing promotions, trying to find ways to keep you there, and they might be able to move you to a different tier of service and save you money. All of those things just help you tighten, your, uh, tighten around the wallet and keep stuff from leaking out. Okay, now, in one of your very recent columns, you wrote about writing your own will for the first time. What was that whole process like for you? Well, frightening. Uh-huh, I'm sure. <laughs> because, it's, you know, it's, it's, it is contemplating death, and who wants to do that? But what you're really contemplating is making things easier for the kids, making things easier for your spouse, uh, leaving your relatives with one less thing to worry about. Because if this stuff without die without a will, things get very complicated very fast. It's not like we've got, you know, uh, it's not like we've got Warren Buffett money or even Jimmy Buffett money. <laughs> but 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 we've got um, but we've got assets that are going to be distributed to our three kids. You don't want that to be left up to a court. You want it laid out so that it can be done relatively quickly, relatively simply. Because you don't want grieving people to have to deal with this stuff. Good, good advice. So let's talk about this. In the book, you also talk about getting a health insurance checkup. What does that look like? Well, health insurance and life insurance are a huge part of our lives. Uh, my health insurance is covered by my employer, and that's terrific. But you got to figure out whether you know whether it's the appropriate amount for you. Sometimes, uh, sometimes if you're relatively healthy. Paying the bill with uh, the lower cost and the higher deductible is the way to go. But if you see medical costs ahead, then you want more of that covered. 
And so, but and in terms of life insurance, you need different amounts of life insurance at different times. Again, I had this policy that was provided through my employer, which is terrific, but I didn't know whether it was enough. I didn't know if I got hit by a bus, whether my family was going to be taken care of. And so you've got to look at what your needs are and what your family's needs are. At my age now, in, in my early 60s, we don't need as much because we've already paid out for college. I don't need an insurance policy to pay out enough to pay to get three kids through college, but I do need enough to replace my income so that my wife isn't left hanging. So those issues are important, and you got to sort of figure out where you stand and what you need. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to New York Times bestselling author John Schwartz. The title of the book is This is the Year I Put My Financial Life in Order. Now, what advice do you give to people looking to buy a home? What advice do you give them in the book? Well, I tell people that they really need to know the neighborhood and and spend time there. Uh, don't be surprised. When when we moved into our apartment in New York City, we did not know that the neighbors upstairs had a music studio that they ran at all hours. Uh, hmm. This was loud, and it was a problem <laughs> for us. Uh, and, you know, and it was also illegal, but the the folks upstairs didn't really care that it was illegal. They had they had music to make. And, you know, okay, so you find this stuff out, and, and, and one way to do it is to go back to the neighborhood in the evenings, ask other people up and down the street, well, what, what's going on with this neighborhood? How do you feel about it? Is there a, is there a house that worries you? You know, um, depending on where you're going, there might be a drug house on the block or a party house on the block. You just need to know that stuff. You might be fine with all that, but you don't want to go in with with blinders on just because you really like that sink, you know, and the and the tile is is adorable. You got to know the house and you got to inspect the house, but you're buying a neighborhood. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning, John. If our listeners would like to buy a copy of the book, again, the title of the book is John It is This is the year I put my financial life in order. And if our listeners would like to get a copy of the book, how can they find out more about you? Get a copy of the book as well, John. They can find out more about me on the Facebook page for the book at uh, This is the Year Schwartz in Facebook. But it's also available in stores. It's on Amazon. You can get it at IndieBound. It's all over the place. All right. Thank you so much, John, for taking time to talk to us. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. We've been speaking to New York Times bestselling author John Schwartz. Remember, for more information, you can go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged.